words on water. everybody. My name is Steve Dye. I am your special host for an edition of the Water Environment Federation's Words on Water podcast. I'm a legislative director for WEF, uh, and I am joining you today on the uh, the heels of a pretty momentous event for us in the water sector, uh, passage of what has been commonly known as a bipartisan infrastructure package. Uh, H.R. 3684, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. Um, The Congress passed the bill late night on Friday, November 5th. Um, And so uh, lots to break down in that big package. uh, And I'm going to spend about the next 10 minutes or so doing that. Um, And I apologize in advance. I'm recovering from a cold, so I'm a little bit hoarse and I might pause a few times for drinks of water, but uh, hang with hang with me because there's a whole lot to go over here uh, in this big bill. Um, so it was a the bill was, uh, as we all know, uh, a long time in the works. Uh, Congress had been and several past presidents had been working on a big package for some from for some years. Um, and it finally happened. Uh, and thank you very, very much for all of the WEF members who over the years helped us make this thing a reality. Uh, you've been very, very helpful in your grassroots outreach to Congress, advocating for uh, more money in the package for water infrastructure. And I think we could proudly say we got that. Um, so thank you for those who participated in the fly-in, who participated in the WEF Water Advocates Grassroots Program, who did outreach to the Hill, who just generally gave us support over the years for this effort. Um, So the package is uh, about, in total, $1.2 trillion, but that includes some existing programs. So really, the new funding that's in the package is about $550 billion over the next five years, of which around $50 billion is directed towards municipal drinking water, wastewater, and stormwater infrastructure investments. That funding uh, is is pretty significant. It's really actually I heard a, a, on a news show the other last night. Um, somebody said that uh, this is the most significant infrastructure investment by the federal government since the New Deal. Um, so it's been a long time in the works and long time coming. And it, unlike what was passed in the 2008 American Rescue and Recovery Act, uh, commonly known as ARA. Uh, which was that funding was to kind of help bolster the economy as it was cratering, uh, and it was intended that funding was intended to shovel for shovel-ready projects. Um, this funding is going to be over the next five years. It's going to be designed to kind of modernize the economy and modernize our infrastructure, uh, and it's going to be uh, going out through some exa- existing um, funding mechanisms that already are in place, such as the Clean Water SRF program and other like WIFIA program. And some, and there's also some new uh, infrastructure uh, investment grant programs. Um, but it's it's really going to be a kind of a, a more controlled release of those funding. So things through like you want to be on the intended use plan in your state if you have a project that you want to be getting funding for, even if it's not your project, you're going to seek funding through the uh, SRF, you may be seeking funding through the WIFIA program, you may be seeking funding through one of these grant programs I'll go over in a second. Try to get on the intended use um, plan for that in your state for your project, uh, just because it helps your case to get that funding down the road. 
Also, another key point is that you're you want to also be co coordinating and communicating with the state permitting authorities on your project. They're very busy these days. Lots going on, just like everybody else in our, in our economy right now. They're short staffed uh, and they're overloaded with work. And this new money's money is going to you know, put a lot of pressure on them to go through the permitting process and they just don't have the resources in some cases or if they do have the resources it still takes time so i really strongly urge you to make sure you're communicating with those state uh, uh permitting authorities uh on your project to make sure you either have your permits in hand when you go after this funding or you are in the process of getting it because that will help your help the process go forward uh quicker um, so the, I'm going to go into a lot of things here in the interest of time. I can't cover it all, but, um, if you want more information about what I'm going to cover, go to the WEF.org uh, page under the tab at the top of the, uh, the at the homepage is the, the advocacy tab, click on that and the drop, it'll drop down and click on the about advocacy button there. Uh, that'll take you to the, 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 the WEF government affairs programs homepage there on WEF.org and, um, you can scroll down and, and there's a tab there, a button there for This Week in Washington. Uh, click on that. You can see the full article that kind of de details a lot of the things I'm going to cover. Uh, as well as I, while you're there, I really would like you to urge you to go over to uh, on the on the, the WEF Government Affairs Program homepage there. There's a tab next to the, the This Week in Washington tab for the Water Advocates Program. And click on that as well and join our grassroots advocacy program. It's This is this is why we've been successful is because of all the great work that our WEF members have done in, in reaching out to Congress. And that is a really easy way for you to be engaged as well and write Congress on important issues. We have a, right now we have a call to action up there for uh, supporting uh, a new wipes bill. Um, so wipes are, you know, a big problem in a lot of communities. And this is a, a wipes labeling legislation that's in Congress and things like that are really important that we have you helping us communicating with Congress about these important issues. So go to our Water Advocates page and click on the, that button as well and join the program and send a letter to Congress. Um, so so um, with that, I'd like to kind of now go into some of the key things in the bill. Um, and like I said, I don't have a lot of time here, so I'm going to try to keep it a little bit under a little bit over 10 minutes total uh, in this podcast. Uh, but uh, like I said, go to the WEF homepage for more information. Um, so bottom line, I think you could kind of when you do the the long math on what's in the bill, we're we're going to get for the for wastewater and stormwater infrastructure funding and investments. We're going to get roughly uh, almost $17 billion in new funding uh, over the next five years through this bill. Um, that's a significant increase of our typical amount of around $2 billion we get uh, for funding per year. Um, so we're going we're gonna to see a bit of a bump up in the, in the money. Um, and then also, I think when you do the long math on some of the numbers that you know you, you, you see from what's in the bill, you do the leveraging ratio for the WIFIA program, you get 100 to 1 leveraging through the WIFIA program on that funding, and you do the, the matching grants, the ma matching uh, state and local funds through the grant program, the, you're really talking about a lot more money that's going to be going into water infrastructure investments, wastewater and stormwater infrastructure investments over the next five years. So we're we're going to see a sizable increase in funding. So that's that's really important to note. And uh, as I said before, thank you very much for all the support you've given over the years in helping us to get to this point. So some of the key details. Uh, the the big one obviously is the Clean Water SRF program. Uh, that is going to be that's reauthorized, which is the first time it's been reauthorized since I think uh, twenty uh, two sorry uh, nineteen. 94, I believe, was the last time it was reauthorized. 
Um, and so uh, it's uh, now reauthorized at uh, over the next five years to get about $14.5 billion, of which 11.7 is guaranteed as part of the BIF, uh, part of the infrastructure package. And I keep calling it the BIF. I'm sorry, I would, we use acronyms in DC a lot. And the BIF stands for the Bipartisan Infrastructure Funding Package. Um, and and that that's going to be, you know, I'll, I'll probably use that term a lot on the, my recording here. Um, so, you know, that that money through the SRF program, as I said, uh, will be coming out over the next five years. Uh, it'll go through the usual usual mechanism, go into the state SRF programs, uh, get on the intended use plans if you got a project to be able to get that get an access to that funding. Um, so that's really that's that's a huge increase in in state and the clean water SRF funding. The actually the drinking water SRF is also getting that same amount. They just mirrored those dollar levels in the in the bill. Um, so the drinking water uh, infrastructure, the drink water SRF is also getting a bunch of money too. Um, the other thing that's important to note about the clean water SRF is they actually raised the the set aside in there for. Uh, grants and principal forgiveness loans from 10% up to 30%. So you could, so the states are now able to use up to 30% of the federal capitalization grant for the state for the Clean Water SRF program to to go towards grant to be converted into grants and principal forgiveness loans. Not just loans, not just lo the typical low interest loans, but actually uh, grants and principal forgiveness loans. Um, and and zero percent loans don't fall into that category, so states continue can continue to give zero percent loans as well through uh, through the usual remaining seventy percent of the funds that are going to be there. Um, as well as also an important thing to note about that thirty percent amount, fifty percent of that thirty percent is going to be set aside for rural and financially distressed communities to help a lot of those communities that are struggling right now with their infrastructure investments. Um, the other thing that's important to note is the state SRF programs are not going to be required to provide to have that 20% match that they typically do. They they don't have to meet that match to be able to access this increased federal funding, which is great because some states will be challenged to get to that 20%. Um, so moving on here, um, there's also a billion dollars in there over the next five years in grants through the Clean Water SRF to, to deal with emerging contaminants. And this is specifically going to be probably focused on PFAS. Uh, you know, helping communities to things to meet, remediate and mitigate challenges with PFAS, you know, maybe industrial pretreatment processes and things like that. Um, so they're going to be, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a good amount of money, $250 million a year over the next five years for helping uh, for grants for dealing with PFAS or just emerging contaminants in general. You may be talking about uh, microplastics and other emerging contaminants. Um, also, they reauthorized the WIFIA program. Uh, that loan program, that federal loan program, leverages 100 to 1, like I said before. So they reauthorized it at 50 million, uh, sorry, yeah, $50 million a year. So $250 million over the next five years. So $50 million a year really adds up to $5 billion per year in federal funding. And that federal funding could only add up to 49% of a project uh, investment. So the other 51% needs to come from other sources. And that could be the SRFs or that can be the, uh, you know, other sources of capital. So, you know, 50 million, 50 billion is really $10 billion uh, per year in new funding through the, the WIFIA program. Um, and then the other, uh, another one of these uh, programs that uh, is relatively new to the federal suite of uh, infrastructure investment programs is, is the, the EPA's sewer overflow and stormwater reuse municipal 
uh, grant program known as the OSG program that got reauthorized uh, at at a $280 million a year. That's uh, $1.4 billion over the next five years. Um, that's great because that was uh, we've seen some good movement on that program initially here, uh, and like to see some see that program really get stood up and get, start getting some dollars out to communities who are dealing with CSO, SSO, stormwater uh, infrastructure investment needs, um, collections and conveyance infrastructure, things like that. Um, so that's what that that grant program is designed to do. Um, it also says uh, with that additional money, it's 25% of the funds is uh, reserved for rural and financially distressed communities. Um, so that'll be, you know, helping those kind of communities that are dealing with uh, CSO, SSO, and stormwater problems. Interestingly enough, though, um, right now in Congress, they're debating this the Build Back Better plan, that P President Biden's big vision for uh, in human infrastructure investments. Um, he, uh, he, he, this is going to go. It's going through the budget reconciliation process, uh, and it's been passed by the House. It's back. It's over to the Senate for their consideration. What the House passed and sent over the Senate includes for that OSG program, uh, 1.85 billion over three years. Well, it's a it's a five year or ten year bill, but they're really, they've said they're going to make sure that all the funding gets out over a three year period. Um, so they're really bumping up a lot of money into that uh, the OSG program. Um, and of that 1.85 billion, uh, 1.3 of it is reserved for, for financially distressed communities. Um, the remaining 550 billion or mi million of it is going to be available for everybody else. But they really want to put a lot of money into that to helping a lot of financially distressed communities that are dealing with with you know historical um, environmental uh, issues that are you know that are that are tend to impact a lot of environmental justice type uh, situations and communities. Um, so CSOs and stormwater challenges impact those kinds of parts of communities more often, disproportionately to other parts of communities. Um, so the, I think that's the kind of what they're they're hoping to do with that money. Um, then you know, moving on down the line here of things, um, there's also um, a, a new low income and rural um, water assistance pilot program in the BIF. Um, that is gonna be intended for low income ratepayers who are struggling to, to pay their bill. Uh, it's, stand, it's not the same as what was part of the uh, CARES Act and the ARPA bill that was passed uh, over the last couple of years to deal with coronavirus that HHS has their own program. This is a new program through EPA. Uh, and that will be designed to help low-income ratepayers dealing with their with their bills challenges with bills. Um, it didn't have any dollar amounts attached to it in the BIF, but as part of the budget, the Build Back Better budget reconciliation bill that's currently in Congress, they actually added they actually put in there uh, 225 million dollars uh, to stand up that program through the EPA. So um, we're hopeful that stays in the bill as well as they they work on that budget reconciliation bill. Um, Another thing in the in the bill that is really I think I'm excited about and we worked hard, WEF worked hard to get into the bill is a, a new uh, grant program um, called the Wastewater Energy Efficiency Grant Pilot Program. Um, we work closely with Senator Merkley's office, uh, Merkley of Oregon, uh, to, to to advocate for this bill, this program. And it's to give grants to communities, uh, wastewater treatment programs that uh, need to uh, do anaerobic digestion, other sorts of energy recovery, energy efficiency um, investments in their in their uh, wastewater treatment process. 
Um, this is kind of aligns with WEF's uh, Renew program that we have that drives towards energy, water, uh, and water re recovery and nutrient recovery. Um, and so this is a new grant program that'll help kind of put a lot of funds into helping communities to make investments in energy efficiency and energy recovery in the in the wastewater treatment programs. Um, and then the other another thing that's in the bill is they reauthorize the water infrastructure and workforce investment grant program. This is the new grant program that was stood up a couple of years ago and EPAs uh, provide their provide their first round of awards through that grant program. And now they're going to be have, they'll have five million dollars a year um, to provide more grants to utilities and communities to get uh, to have. Um, do water workforce programs to bring more folks into the water workforce sector, into our sector. Um, another thing that's in the bill that uh, really was hard, worked hard to get in there and excited to see in there was creation of a, 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 the stormwater infrastructure technologies program, which is creating five stormwater centers of excellence across the country that will will uh, identify stormwater management technologies, new and uh, existing technologies in some case to prove their 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 effectiveness uh through different like i said there's five of them across the country they're going to probably be university or nonprofit based that's what the, the legislative language says uh and those will identify ways that uh, communities can adopt new technologies to manage their stormwater issues uh in their communities um, but what goes hand in hand with that new uh, the centers of excellence is also a new grant program that is going to give um, money, $50 million over the next five years for stormwater planning and development grants in the first phase. And the second phase would be implementation grants. So you get, I think it's like a, it tops out at about $200,000 for the planning and development grant. And then a community could also receive uh, $7 million uh, for, uh, sorry, $2 million, I'm sorry, $2 million for um, um, an implementation grant to so so they could whatever they've done with their planning and development process they can then get, go towards an implementation phase and get grant dollars to help them do that uh, and they could use some of this the the technologies that have been identified by these centers of excellence to, as part of those grant dollars um, and then another thing that was in the bill that I you know we worked hard to to get it and to get into the package was. Um, money to do the clean watershed needs survey. WEF has been a big proponent of getting that done. The last one was done in 2016 using 2012 data. Um, so it doesn't really show what our needs are for the nation for, for water infrastructure. So the clean watershed needs survey is supposed to be done biennially, biennially so every two years, um, but it hasn't been done, like I said, since 2016. Um, and this is money to help them do that, to get the EPA to do that. And, you know, we, we have a lot of interest there. One of them is that the, the last survey and the survey before it didn't really have a lot of data about stormwater infrastructure investment needs. Um, and so we, we're hoping that this next survey is going to include a lot on the, the needs for stormwater. And you, you all may have seen that WEF last earlier this year put out their stormwater uh, infrastructure MS4 needs survey. Um, and and it showed a significant amount, like $8.5 billion a year in stormwater infrastructure uh, needs across the country. So um, that's our own numbers. That's from our survey. I, I'm, we're hopeful that this clean watershed needs survey the EPA will be doing soon will will support those numbers and show that there's we really need to put more money towards stormwater infrastructure in our country. 
Um, and so then the last thing I want to point out here uh, is there's something in, in the bill that we weren't supportive of and we were a little bit disappointed it got included in it. We wrote letters in opposition to it was a requirement for Buy America that manufactured goods and products and technologies uh, are now subject to the Buy America requirement, similar to the iron and steel existing requirement. So currently, if you're if you're using federal funding to build a tech, you know, to construct a, a treatment facility or to, you know, build something you uh, in the in the wastewater or drinking water space or stormwater space, uh, you have to use uh, American made iron and steel. They've now required a that same Buy America requirement for manufactured products. Previously, they didn't have that requirement because so many manufactured projects were diversified from across the globe. Uh, but now they've added it as a requirement in the in the for the entire BIF. So it applies to all the stuff that's in there for transportation, all the stuff that's in there for rail, all the stuff that that surface highways, transportation, uh, ports broadband, electric grid, all that stuff also is going to have this Buy America requirement for manufactured goods, which, so it's going to be a bit burdensome, um, but it, it was hard to get out. We we were in opposition to it, as was from everything from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce to the National Association of Manufacturers, all the way down the line to, to small entities like uh, that that really weren't big players on the national scene, all were opposed to this requirement uh, for Buy America but it, it still went in there. So we're going to have to see how that impacts our sector going forward. And like I said, as it, it, you could also go to the to the WEF website uh, and uh, go to the Water Advocates page, sorry, not the Water, the Advocacy page, uh, and, and pull down more information about everything that's in the package. Uh, I really only covered a small portion of the stuff that's in the wastewater stuff, but I've gone now for too long for this podcast. So I urge you to, to check out the article on WEF.org, drop down tab for uh, the advocacy tab for About Us or About Advocacy and scroll down to the, the This Week in Washington tab to pull the article with everything else in it. Um, with that, uh, thank you for your time and thank you everybody again for your support. And uh, we really look forward to uh, seeing how this all plays out in the future. And uh, thank, thanks again, have a good one. Words on water.